0: Welcome to the latest edition of SWM podcast. This is the season finale, a season one uh, of the show. And I am joined this week by the rejected, zone heavy metal hooligan, Mickey Vago. Welcome to the show.
1: Just us, boy.
0: No bother at all. Um, so yeah, you are you are the last one of of uh, 2020 before. Uh, takes a little break uh, and moves on to, to season two in January. Um, so you're okay. you're the big finish, uh, so to speak. <laughs> um, so we'll start with a boring question because we do with everyone else. I'm not going to change that. Yep. How did you get into pro wrestling?
1: All right. So I'm going to prefix this by saying I'm a bit older than everyone thinks I am. Um, so I don't remember a time when I wasn't into wrestling. Right, as far back as I can remember. So I... You're talking late eighties, early nineties. That's that was my era when I got into it. So you like so your Hogan's, your Ultimate Warriors, Savage, Big Boss Man, all your big characters. Um my granny, she was mad into it. And she was the one who had the sky. So she was the one that was she had to record it off the sky and the on Sunday night weather the night was on. So you're all badgering your mum room there on the Monday morning to the VHS at the time. To watch uh, the WWF pay-per-views, uh, by the time there was only the, the big big four: your Rumble, your SummerSlam, WrestleMania, and um, Survivor Series. But that was that was when I got into it, where it was like the, the really big characters and everyone had a job.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, that that moved on to things like, uh, of course, uh, you had the Bin Man, you had jumped dumpster Drosey, you had uh, TL Hopper, you had all, all the classics. Right. Uh, obviously, that's the first two that come to mind because they're just the most out there. You <laughs> no, had, had a dentist, of course. You had uh, Isaac Yanko. Yeah. Way, yeah. So, yeah, so it was the characters that really struck. Yeah. You know, first of all. Um, that seems to be quite fitting for where, you're, where you mainly apply your trade, which is WrestleZone, um, because yep. they're all about that kind of big character things. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So, how'd you go from being the fan, to eventually try and wrestle and stuff?
1: Um. Well, obviously watching it that far back and then I was maybe 15, 16. I maybe wasn't watching it as much or at all, even. And for a period of it, maybe 10 years, I didn't watch anything. There was nothing I watched. Um. And then about... Probably mid 20s. I, I was in a palace house and he had it on. And I was like, ah. Oh. And the legacy of Ric Flair, he was still there. it's like, these guys were wrestling when I was a kid. How can these still be on the go? And I got mad into it again. And um, probably about late 2013, 14, when the ICW. Documentary was on BBC, and I was like watching it. I was like guys like Grado and whatever. It's like these guys are just like I am. So if they can do this, why can I not give a go? So I looked into it. Um, I like, So that must in early 2014. Um, find wrestlers they had the school, and academy. So I messaged them, maybe March April time. Um. And at the time, my wife, she was two months pregnant. So I explained this to her, like, to get clearance, basically. Um said, so, look, wrestlers will to have got this academy. Want to go do this, whatever, da-da-da. And she had a mad fit, thinking this was, I was to jack in my job. That was me. I was going to be a wrestler full time. That was it. I. Everything was wrestling. I was getting day pay until I was good enough to go on, uh, like, WWE or whatever. So after I had explained it to her, it's like, no, 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 it's this, is like, part-time, I'll still be doing my actual job at the time. Um, so once it was all right with her, that was fine. Um, so that was Anarchy 2014, would have been May that year. Um, I was in the crowd for that one, and two weeks later, I was in the academy training with the guys that i just watched that show two weeks previous. And nice. from there, it's just been...
0: So t- 2014, 2014 would have been a ladder. Was it the ladder match? It would have been Thunder Buddies. Yeah, I it was against Ed, Ed Gredo yeah. and uh, Scott Gredo and That was it. Um, yeah, aye, yeah was that was on. the one. That was a fantastic show. So strange, strange thing uh, that well, strange thing that I'm senior wrestler now, and I was in the crowd with. I would have been in the crowd with you during that show because <laughs> I was. It was the one time I went front row for, for one of the shows until I found the beauty yeah. of the balcony and I was the balcony forever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so 2014 then. So uh, I've got here, you'd be your debut in the, the year following in your hometown. Uh, that'd be right. Montrose. Uh,
1: technically, yes. That's, that's where I like to say I got my debut. Um, I'd actually wrestled previously. Uh, 2040 would have been, I want to say September, it was a proven gang show, All right. and I wrestled under my real name, and it was it was in a black singlet with kick pads, and it just wasn't a look for me, I thought, no, I'm, when I do this properly, I'm I'm doing it the way I should be doing it, like they are now, they've the cut off jeans, t-shirt, whatever, so yeah, the, the, the debut for Mickey Vago, first match was at Montrose, the whole time, Montrose, yeah
0: so we'll we'll, we'll not labor on your first match because it sounds like you weren't totally happy <laughs> with it um so what was it like going for your f- first match because proven grounds that was that's primarily worked towards like uh, friends and family coming round. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah so, basically, yeah. so what was what was it like going into your first match
1: hey uh, the one at my uh,
0: either 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 one you want to decide as your first we'll go with that
1: um, proving Grounds is a bit different because i would only been training. well it was September? I started in end of May, start of June, so I only had maybe two, three months training at that point. It was a, it was a tag match. It was me and Archer against uh, Sean Sterling and Caden Garrick. It was a tag match, and I was nervous as anything for that match. But then, debuting as Mickey Vago in Montrose, I was a lot more comfortable in and the gimmick, I was, I say gimmick, it's basically just me. There is no gimmick there, it's just that heavy metal wheel, gets neck clever name, it's just, it's me. Um, but yeah, I was a lot more comfortable in my throws.
0: So, um, the, in, again, it's last time i will mention proof uh, so So, you've teamed with Chris Archer, of course, that's uh, where you are now. Uh, from 2015 yeah. onwards, yeah. you've been part of uh, Dogs of War that, that became the Rejected. Um, yep. did you did instantly in that first match you used to think oh this guy's on my same kind of wavelength as, and this could be something
1: uh, yeah I mean me and Archer were close anyway because he we, at the time this was before Brussels had the actual academy we were training the scout hop there was no ring up it was just mats and can you got the ring up maybe before shows at the time so it was like one night a week it was a Sunday night the, like, the newer trainees were in and archer was always in he was in both nights he was in the nights that the show talent was in plus the nights the trainees were in so he was always a guy that was that was around and he always had advice to give so it's like we were, we were good pals before that point anyway and then like obviously we had tag match together thought this, this might work and then towards uh we've been well the first first was born end of October, so I had about a month, month and a half off, uh, come back, about middle of November, start of December, um, and they were like, look, next month is January with Summer Hill, not Summer Hill, it was overleaf at the time, it was the first show of the year, uh, look, you're going to be doing this thing. Archer uh, Archer's gonna be in a match with Owen Sterling, you're gonna come out with you and then from that point on you and Archer are me to tag team. I think like, at the time I thought it was a rib. I was like I've probably been here since like June and now you're throwing me in and the, the uh, death, so. but like I said it, Archer to me is a uh, it's always a good friendship. Like even now he's kinda of a brother. But, yeah. It's
0: it's certainly uh... Escalated really quickly because you were you were a tag team champion uh, towards the end of that year uh, as well uh, with with Archer. Um, Wrestle Zone. Yeah. Was not first year. Yeah. Then was against uh, was it Mr. P and Caden Garrick. You end up defeating. So it yes, is kind of yeah. like kind of like that, that full circle. Your first technically your first opponent uh, you end up defeating him for a title uh, within, yeah. the, within the year. So uh, what was it like getting a hold of that? That championship for the first time because wrestling belts are just they're all gorgeous belts, but yeah. like actually winning one.
1: Obviously, the, the, the first time is always memorable. I mean, that like I said, that first year, a lot of that year I thought they were just they were just pulling a leg for things. Like I said, they they, they had the debut at the start of the year. We'd only six months in, whatever. um We were at the Regal Rumble. we were in a, a six man tag. And Greedo was on the opposite side of us, and I was only maybe three matches in at this point. I remember a guy like Grado. Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you're that, that's you're in, in there there a six-man tag. Okay. Then anarchy that year, yeah, maybe a yeah, month before. you're going like, yeah. you, you to you be in the a, a six-man tag with uh, Looking Sharp's going to be in your team. I'm like, all right, okay, who's Steven with Thunderbirds? He's in. A, a <laughs> I'd <don't know. laughs> No, <you know>. he's <laughs> not. Was there a, then,
0: little bit of a, a moment where, where they all went, right, someone's going through a table afterwards and to, to decide we'll just step back and let Archer just stand there? So <laughs> uh, it, it's me then, is it? Uh, okay.
1: I believe I know Archer is crazy enough to volunteer for these types of things. <laughs> uh, I did... but... Part of the reason I'm here now is to rein him in. Uh, so, yeah, so... like, so, uh, that was... And that was like anarchy and then obviously towards the end of the year we're getting title shots and the christmas chaos last show of the year we win the titles obviously that's and then that was the year mick foley was there so he wasn't there when we i think we were the first match out and he wasn't at the venue at this point so we went out wrestled the match where well, we won the belts we come back through the curtain mick foley was sitting right on the other side of the curtain he'd be watching our match i was like that oh, was that mind was blown that guy of the calibre, he's watching us just, four of us just knocking lumps at each other. It's it unbelievable. So, so,
0: yeah, just putting that into context, your first full year, um, you, you're you in a match with one of the biggest stars in Scottish wrestling, still is. Uh, you're in the ring with a uh, now WWE Hall of Famer, uh Dudley. Yep. And then you end the year by winning the title in front of the legendary McFoley. That sounds <laughs> like the wildest, like, you couldn't have written uh, better Listen, first year.
1: A lot, a lot of this, a lot of that for first year. I just thought they were joking with pulling the leg, whatever. And it's just, it just kept getting better and better and better and better, and, better and you kind of make it up.
0: Absolutely. And then you moved on to 2016, which was Anarchy, uh, the the undefeated uh, team of yourself, uh, Archer and Luke King Sharp. Yep. Uh, the greatest. Street. Sports Entertainment. <laughs> the Great Streak of Sports Entertainment, uh, coming up against uh, Bull Dempsey, the Hurricane. Yep. And Carlito. Yeah. How? How did? What did you think when they when they approached you with that?
1: <laughs> uh, like it was the same thing again. I thought they were just just winding us up at this point. It's like, oh, you got D1W last year, oh, you've got Carlito, Hurricane, and, and Bull Ben. Like three of the four imports we've got this year, you're wrestling them all. <laughs> no, 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 you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're just speechless is what it is. It's... There's, there's I mean, I'm very be... thankful for that. Yeah. I, but yeah, I,
0: I, when I was looking, like, um, of course, I've I've watched WrestleZone for since 2013, so I thought, I oh, no no, yeah. I know most of what's happened. I, I, I don't remember everything because I've terrible memory as well. But yeah. uh, I was going through just your cage match profile. I was like going, wait, hang on. So just looking through the names you've been you'd, you'd faced in your first uh, like two years. I was like, how have I not noticed this? <laughs> it's like you've been in with with some of the, the biggest names that they've, they've brought in. Yeah. Um, I mean, even more Maybe
1: recently. Probably. Probably so we had this running joke for a while after, after the 2016 anarchy that I was the, the gimmick was changing, I was just going to be imports only, Mickey Vigo, and every anarchy I was, I was just going to wrestle imports, there was an interest in everybody else.
0: Daddy that, that could that could work <laughs> when it comes back. Oh I,
1: see,
0: be, I mean, it would have to be totally overhauled. you'd have to get the higher slicked back and, and get the whole <laughs> of this suit going and, and, uh, yeah. and it would have to be a definite change, but you know, yeah, import only Mickey Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of Aberdeen Anarchy, I think as as you like to to point out, um, you made me cry, at an Aberdeen Anarchy uh, in twenty yes. twenty. Uh, it was eighteen, no 19, Was eighteen. it was, 18, was, was in the, the centre. Um, when that that table match happened.
1: Yes, that table match.
0: That table match, and uh, from my records here, you you and Archer are undefeated in tables matches, um, but with a big yep. ha- with a big asterisk on the one at Anarchy because <laughs> you both went through tables. But anyway, anyway I'm, I'm just gonna uh,
1: <laughs> it's
0: just just unbelievable. So, what was it like going into into? I mean, when you go into Aberdeen Anarchy, of course you you Diva and you faced. These three guys, yeah. these are the biggest shows of WrestleZone's calendar. You get over a thousand yeah. people there, um, especially when you're just starting. What's, do, you, do you feel the difference being in front of, of over a thousand people or is it just you concentrate on the match and just uh, let your actions um, do the talking?
1: I find it easier the more people that is there because it's harder to pick out faces and in voices where they're coming from as opposed to maybe you're wrestling in front of 30 people you can see generally every face in the crowd whereas the ballroom is a kind of big massive place and we've had thousand kind of, 1, 1200 people in there at a time everyone uh,
0: just kind of like blurs
1: yeah and you, can, you can just go, go but then like, like my first time like i was i wasn't nervous in the slightest until everyone kept on just saying are you nervous yet <laughs> I like, well, wasn't before, I am now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's like they're just going, Oh, you should be. You're <laughs> so yeah. be nervous. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't have a note of, of last year's. What was, what was the match you were in last year at the Beach Rider Centre? Of absolutely was the
1: triple, triple Tag Team, number one contender. Of course, it was.
0: Yes. The foundation. foundation of the Future, uh, of course. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. I mean we've just, all
1: every anarchy we've had We've been involved In some sort of big match. Of
0: course, um just dipping back, twenty seventeen the title versus hair match, uh against yeah, the Sterling Brothers as well. So you're you're in the in the five years that you've been in WrestleZone wrestling, you, you've you've pretty much ticked off some huge moments, yeah. huge matches. Uh yeah. picked up a couple tight uh four was it four time tag team four, champion there? Four time. And faced pretty much every team that's that's been brought in. Uh, you have got the, the, the outfit, you've got the foundation in the future, you got got, um, I'm sure you probably had matches with, with uh, Swift and, and Lions when they were champions as well. So I, just, I don't
1: think we are. I
0: know. think that's
1: one team we never faced. No.
0: Well, I don't think well, well, so. So it's never going to happen now, unfortunately. But. Well. No. Um, yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, re- wrestlers don't stay retired forever. We, we all know that. So it's just a dancing, uh,
1: You loved it too much. Exactly. He'll be back. Uh,
0: so, as far as as heroes, then, uh, for wrestling, uh, you, you grew up in the in the car- the cartoon age of of everyone had a job, new gen kind of uh, era. Uh, was there anyone that you kind of mark, kind of based your style or your look
1: on, uh, growing up? Uh, a i being that young, and the, the time I got to it, like, the, the big guy was always Hogan. Like, I was, that was the hero. He was the... Can he beat everybody? Um, But then I was always a big fan of The Undertaker. Even when he came in as a heel, there was just sort of, it was like, he just, there's something about him. And he was doing all the... When he did the... He could not do, anything, he'd do the sit-up. And he was like, yeah, that, that's cool. So he's always been one of the top guys. But... When I was in the teens, I really got into... I was flicking the channels at my granny's one day and I got a thing, came across ECW and everyone, anyone who knows me knows I'm a massive Raven fan which you can probably tell by by the gear I wear at the ring and whatever. But yeah, Raven was, was always my always the big one. Um,
0: yeah, now you say that yeah, absolutely, cut off shorts the, yeah. uh, the uh, uh, t-shirt and all that kind of stuff, the heavy metal vibe. Not as grungy but still, that kind of, kind of the heavy metal, obviously, because heavy metal hooligan. Yeah. Um, when, another thing I'll go brought up, I, I was speaking to Caleb a uh, previous interview, uh, which I hope yep. you've listened to. Um, yeah. Brought up the Gala Day emergency door.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thoughts? Still, the greatest
0: finish I've ever thought, right? Was it? I was going to ask, what? What were your thoughts on on that? And you just answered it. So yeah, remains
1: well, my finest moment, if not one of my finest wrestling moments.
0: <laughs> it was just, just yeah. I've seen, I've seen a clip of it. I'm just like, I've seen it in other places as well, uh, but it's never ended a match. It's always kind of they've not, yeah. someone's they've
1: let them back in. Um, the only thing is the, the footage isn't that great of it. That's the only downside to that, but yeah. That is that is the finest gallo moment I've ever had and probably will remain so. That's,
0: well, especially now there's no gallows on. <laughs> it's, it's no, it <laughs> again. Um, so undefeated tail matches debut twenty fifteen, amazing matches. Uh, but one of your one of your highlights I'm sure is your your journey in the one hundred and twenty-eight mes- Mega Tournament of Doom hosted by yep. SWN at the start of lockdown. Uh, where somehow you ended up in the final, uh, and somehow, somehow Adam, yeah. Adam was still alive at the end of it because he yeah. had so many managers to put on, which you, you led to the, the manager rule that, that effectively yeah. happened further <laughs> onwards with other tournaments. Uh, but he does have a question uh, that he came up Thanks. with. That he put, uh, Favorite tournament, Doom of manager, and why is it the Chuckle Brothers?
1: Oh. It's not Joker Brothers. I mean, they're up there. I mean, uh, yeah. To, to narrow it down to one, off of, how are we on Monday? There was 60 odd, maybe. I th- yeah, the, I think that
0: yeah, the last graphic that went up was, yeah, you and just everyone we could yeah. possibly think of. And then Grant had the Saturdays.
1: So, I think <laughs> it was a joke. After maybe the second or third round, I wish I'd have been saying, look, this is going to get more and more ridiculous. Thinking I've just got maybe that was it. That would be out would beat the next round. Just <laughs> jokingly saying, uh, look, this is going to get more and more ridiculous. And if if I get to the final, I'm having everyone I've had up to this point in one graphic. Thinking that nah, there's no danger I'll be there, and he got closer and closer and closer. <laughs> I, know, I,
0: I, I mean, I'll be honest. I was really surprised <laughs> that you kept. You just kept moving forward. You're just you're an Aberdeen. No, not many people will probably know who McKee is, but clearly yeah. the, the managers and the graphics and the support was behind you for the whole tournament.
1: It yeah,
0: <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so, so so many managers can pick one of Chuck of Rush. Speaking of Grant McIver, he has a question. I don't know if it's going to be uh, your kind of thing, but I'm sure you'll have an answer. Yeah, go on, uh, favorite member of Boyzone was his question.
1: Boyzone? I couldn't name one member of Boys Own. Well, sadly, I know another one. probably Williams.
0: Let's take that. That's uh, uh Keaton is the. Is it's
1: nicer than. <laughs> Ronan Keaton. Well, that's the only one I can name then.
0: <laughs> I think you might have asked it because there's a member called Mikey. I don't know if that's 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 a uh, be brought up at all, but um, no. Mikey. So every, every time we've got Grant coming on, he's going to be part of season two. So I'm sure uh, you can ask him whatever questions you want about heavy metal members that he won't be able yep. to answer either. <laughs> uh, so speaking of the heavy, heavy metal stuff, um, Scotty has a question as well, Scotty Swift. He's put, yep. uh, you can only have one Motorhead album. What is it?
1: Didn't I do that to me. Um, one Motorhead album. You could have any three for the first... First four, it'd be out. He's a Spades Overkill or Bomber, and my personal favourite is Overkill. It's just the the perfect album in my opinion. There's not a bad track on it. And um, so if I'm just getting one, that's the one I'm having.
0: Uh, well, I'm outside of the wrestling stuff and obviously Spades, everyone knows that song. I don't know that much about Motorhead, so I'd probably go for the best of Motorhead. I was going to pick up uh, pick one. In oh, I never thought
1: of that. I, had that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I think that's probably his part which I'm going to
0: get on this, on this uh, podcast. But and he's also asked, Who is the
1: Jordy Rocket? The Jordy Rocket, yeah, but he's a master wrestler for Newcastle. That's as much as I know about him. Sorry, the worst. Did you say the worst? Mask, all them <laughs> mask. He's a masked wrestler for Newcastle. All oh,
0: right, okay. It, I've, I've, do, do you know the? the the
1: reason why he's asked that? Do you, do you possibly... Yes, I do. Because it's he, he may or may not be the alter ego of one of the WrestleZone wrestlers. Oh,
0: right. Okay. Oh, well, mysteries. Yeah. I've got go Scotty again next week. So I'll, I'll, I'll see yeah, if I can... Get the debut. <laughs> see, see that and, uh, The Johnny Rocket and Blue Thunder. Yeah, that, that combo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a big so, fan, Dave.
0: <laughs> so, the uh, other thing that, uh, of course, you'll be people recognise you for as your, as your face paint. Which started, was yeah. it? Is it mid-last year you started starting the donning the face paint uh, a little bit and then that it's just kind of escalated.
1: The Halloween match we had against the Kings, that was the first time I wore it. And just once I mean, you put it on you are just like So when was well, that? Two years ago maybe? And then like I said, that was just the, like Headbanger Mosh or Thrasher. Thrasher. They used to have the two triangles under his eyes. I thought like, that's what I'm having that. That'll be that's it. about Halloween-y. It's as Halloweenies I'm gonna get. And then a couple of the guys were like, Yeah, hey, that, that suits you, you should keep that. So I guess oh, okay. So started messing about with it and having different designs or whatever. And then we had one, I can't remember what show it was. That went the full full face instead because I used to just have the black under the eyes, or around the eyes, or whatever. And there was one big show, I can't remember what show it was, but it was the full black and white face paint. I want to say state, it wasn't a stint, but yeah, it was the full face, and ever since then it's been, if it's a big show or a big match, it's the full black and white face paint, otherwise it's just the the touches of the eyes or, yeah, that's my war paint.
0: I was going to war paint, so so you take inspiration from so you said Sting there would be like a bit of Road Warrior in there as well. Uh, Road Warriors just a, the war. yeah,
1: um, it's more it's more for the music side of things than it is the wrestler. I mean, I know there's a few wrestlers worn that obviously but the Warrior and Raven. he on that like the same kind of similar to what I'm using, but it's like I've taken stuff from. They like kiss or King Diamond or just guys in the the heavy metal world that wear face paint just to word I'm looking for. Just zizz up the gimmick, right. so to speak.
0: Yeah, it's just a, I mean, um, I think you're kind of positioned now where you're you're going to be the, the the singles guy in in the rejected because Caden Garrick uh, became the prospect last year, Yes. Uh, and since that point. Garrick and, and Archer have been doing the team in it, and you've been venturing off into into the singles titles scene with a match with, uh, was it, I think it was Damien, they end up facing uh, for the title at some point. Was it Damien?
1: Yeah. No, no. I was in the four way way for the Tri Counties, Ralph yes. and Sterling and Jason, Jason Reid. Reed, Ryan Riley. Yeah, I thought so you had a match for the
0: Undisputed Championship as well at some point. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Regardless, you're still you're, you're yeah. kind of delving into the singles single scene. Yeah,
1: she's getting booked that way. Yeah,
0: is that do you find that, that more of a challenge? So you don't have someone else to to kind of bounce ideas off of. It's now just kind of yourself and your opponent. Uh, you don't have hey. Archer in the corner.
1: I mean, it is because I've always been a big big tag team guy. Anyway, like even before, obviously a wrestler, I was obviously was a big fan of tag team wrestling, and then getting into it, obviously being stuck with Archer, but. Five years. it's just what I've gotten used to. Obviously, you get the odd singles match here and there, and whatever. But the majority of matches we've had is as a tag team. So, it's, but if anything, it's good to get out of the comfort zone and uh, go and do a singles match where you, like a tag match, it obviously only you're maybe fifty percent of the work. If that well, a singles match you're in there for the whole time, and it's it's a completely different experience to to work in a tag match. I'll say that. But yeah, I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying it so far, yeah. But I'll say so far, I won't enjoy it to live in stock.
0: <laughs> um, So, of course, uh, speaking of that that four way, um, seen video footage of it, uh, you were pretty much bound to win it until, until uh, there were some shenanigans with, with with Ryan Riley and yeah, and, uh, and Alan Sterling somehow coming out with the so with fair. the championship himself. Um, so, th- is that pretty much your aspirations now, moving forward once the shows begin? Uh, kind of moving into continuing that singles run or are you just quite happy
1: just, just doing whatever just wrestling I mean I'm just, I just go with the flow just take it as it comes I mean obviously I like more gold that's obviously if you're, if you're a wrestler that's what, you, that's what you strive to be I mean just getting, just getting good matches and different matches that's what I'm all about um, just matches like I haven't had so far like a, long, like say a lot of the matches or maybe not a lot of matches like to be that Cage match, most of cage matches. I wrestle in a cage. Match. With a cage. Um, the,
0: the cage, especially, I'm, I'm assuming you're loving because it's the the old yeah. blue bar, old
1: style, yeah, yeah, blue bar, so It's top notch.
0: It's just, uh, I was I was around for the blue bar when I started. It was a black bar uh, cage when, when when I started watching, but it, seeing it in, in like the flesh, the steel, uh, it's just it's just amazing
1: I mean, to look at. I don't mean bars as much about the color. It's just the bars is mm-hmm. what makes the cage. absolutely! Like even the,
0: the, it, it's oh, all well good having the, the the steel mesh and that, but the, the bars that's yeah, it, that's it needs when to be you the bar
1: you the stage, I believe. Yeah, but
0: that's that's when you put your your action figures on uh, to because you can actually hold them up on it.
1: Yes. Uh, so
0: <laughs> as opposed to just going, kind of, they're holding on to the top and that's it. That's all you can do with the, with the other ones. <laughs> Um, so as far as as far as so you you grew up wrestling uh, in the nineties. Are, are we the big ha- the big Hasbro kind of guy, or are you just watching it? All
1: yeah. Time? Oh yes, yes. I I, well, I wouldn't say them all, but I didn't have them all. But yeah, still there's they're still still a bag in my arms, I believe, still only my old Hasbro figures. Oh man. My brother, he, he was into it, I've got a younger brother, and he was into the he got into, he's four years younger than I am. So he was he caught the tail end of the Hasbro's, but he was more the the more articulated ones, the, oh, jack, jack, the, the jacks, cr- yeah, the jacks, yeah,
0: jacks, and the and the bone crunchers. I, I remember the yeah. bone crunchers.
1: Yeah, just... I I did like that? Lad. Didn't think they were as, much as good as the the Hasbro ones.
0: Uh, well, I think my, my first one was was the bone crunchers. It was a draws, draws figure. <laughs> I'd never seen Draws <laughs> wrestle, and by the time I'd actually properly watched him, Draws wasn't wrestling anymore. So yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I had this really cool-looking one. It had, looked like it had a kilt on. It was like all piercings, and he looked amazing. But uh, yeah, Draws and then Ken Shamrock. Everyone yeah. did the stunner because that's all I knew. Yeah. And Goldust was their one, because he had a jacket. I bought him because he had a jacket. Oh. So oh, I wish I still had Tom, Exactly. Oh, absolutely. There was a time where I, I begged my folks to go get my um, Al Snow because he came with head. Because he had a head, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I begged them and my, my, my eventually I broke them down and they went. And it, unfortunately, either it was sold out or it had been withdrawn at that point And they came <laughs> on with a uh, Bob Holly.
1: Which, I mean, was, oh. I like Bob Holly. I've, I've, it's I've met him, my head, he? but he's, he's, not, he's not coming with a head, yeah, so it's just, yeah. you know, it's fun.
0: <laughs> but, it's just uh, the, it. um, the other question we got is from Brent Carter, uh, the Fierce <laughs> yeah. City hooligan, so hooligan section. Uh, yeah. He mentioned in episode six of the critically acclaimed uh, SLM podcast, don't know who's acclaiming them, but uh, that's what he's written anyway. Uh, you want to know your thoughts on his mentioned hooligan battle royal? So that would be yourself, him, Zach and Roy Knight, Alex Kozlov, Rocky Romero, Paul London, Brian Kendrick, and anyone else who calls themselves a hooligan. Do you think you could win that? What were were your thoughts on going into that kind of environment?
1: All those, I'm going over, I'm I'm winning that one. Just saw this, it. Just checking them all out, night night, and all that kind of stuff. I've been using that name since probably Warzone or Attitude for the PlayStation. So it's my name. I'm having it. <laughs> Warzone or Attitude, God, that's that brings back yeah, memories. That, that's how long I've been what twenty, twenty five years ago. Oh, it would be. Oh no, I just yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, I've ever played
1: so that. Yeah, as, I'm I'm having, a, my name. I'm having that.
0: The original, heavy, the original hooligan, uh, original of, of yeah. Absolutely. Um, so as, as far as as favourites now, uh, of course you mentioned your your growing up with all the weird and wonderful characters. Who'd be your your yep. favourites that you're watching just now, if anyone?
1: Hey, I've got to be honest. I don't watch that much wrestling these days. I just haven't got time for it. Um, but um, me and and Bradley Evans, we've got us insane love for Doc Gallows. And Gallows and Anderson. Just maybe it's not even so much for the wrestling. It's everything they do outside the wrestling and the promos and whatever. Just everything's just top notch. It's just it just seems like my kind of guy. I'd like to hang out with, drink the beer with. So, yeah, so if, even, if you're going for guests for future anarchy, okay,
0: you kind of go and get 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 the good brothers in. Yeah, meet
1: I them agree. against the rejected. That's, that's, that's your main event. Excellent. That's who I'd like it to be. I think Brad Levin face say something a bit. <laughs> it might be me and Brad Evans for one night only.
0: Uh, well, it actually, yeah. kind of fits in with the face paint as well, because of course uh, it, he's he's now got the the uh, yeah. The whole face paint kind of deal as well, so could be a bit of twin, twin. magic, but that's, that's who knows. It could, it could work. It's wrestling; yeah. everything works in wrestling. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, so so the good brothers
1: is your. Good brothers. And I always I was always been a big fan of AJ Styles. I always loved everything he does. And I just think he's sometimes he's just criminal underused. He could be used a lot better, I think. I think um, he's one
0: of those guys you can you can put in it anywhere. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, not so much like the twenty four seven title picture. I mean, he could
1: probably make it work. A- he, could I think, yeah, but he deserves. He des- deserves to be doing a lot better than than what he has at some points.
0: Uh, he's got he's got his big big loan with him now. I have no idea what his name is. Uh, I've I've seen it written down, but I still yeah. can't tell you how to gang- pronounce it. it. Yeah. Uh, so so as far as aspirations go for the future, uh, nothing's on. And by the time this goes out there'll probably still be nothing on because oh, be we're all 2020 yeah. um, any companies that you want to, to venture out to or are you quite happy in your your
1: zone, so to speak I mean I mean, I've never been actively looking for bookings elsewhere other than Zone. I mean obviously I'd listen to opportunities that would that would crop up um, I mean we were offered that me and Archer we were offered that a book and done in in, want to say BCW. Oh, right, okay. Kilmarnock-ish here. I think, I'm sure it was BCW. It was uh, Looking Sharp that offered us a match down there against him and Krieger. But it was a referee, Dennis Law. It was his wedding the same night. So we were already in the hotels, book so we could turn it down. Which is a shame because Archer's a bit younger than I am. He wants to venture out a bit more. And it's like, well, if you want to do that, it's fine. But it's, sure, you're like I said, I'm, with what you're doing. I'm actively chasing bookings elsewhere. But like I said, if 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 anyone does did offer me anything, I would seriously consider mm-hmm. doing it. But yeah, I'm, if I, if I'm just doing WrestleZone for what I've got left in there, that, I'm happy doing that. That's fine.
0: I, I like that. So I like that story. Of looking sharp, uh, actively getting getting your bookings because uh, he's he's one of those guys that I haven't had on the show yet. Um, I, mean, I think he's one of those one of those people that he's been interviewed that many times. I don't think I would add anything new to to his story uh, because he, it, but I've always yeah, got the impression that he's he's
1: he's good for. He's a back. he's a genuine guy. He's a funny guy. He's got a lot of stories. <laughs> I absolutely... i, absolu- I You've don't probably got it. a lot more since I've last seen them.
0: Yeah, especially his, his Denmark trips. And uh, if, yeah. if anything, I would want to deep dive into his five-star wrestling uh, adventure because I watched that weekly and was just yeah. sitting on the edge of my seat hoping they'd get a match and then it got cancelled. So yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was... Did you hear anything? Because I've got, again, I've got Scotty next week. So he... he he teased me in the last episode, saying he's got a five-star wrestling story. Uh, were, were, you, were you approached at all for, for a five-star
1: when they were coming up, supposed to be coming up here? Not directly, but I believe me and Archer were supposed to be involved in some in some capacity. I'm not entirely sure what we were supposed to be doing, but us and a couple of other wrestling guys were supposed to be involved when they were already in that. Or they are supposed to be already in that one time, but yeah. We were supposed to be involved, but what we were doing, I have no idea. I can probably
0: just, just, just say, out of, out of just the stories and everything, they probably didn't know either
1: until they got the code. Yeah, the. Not no.
0: so as far as so, you're just quite happy doing what you're doing. Any opponents that you'd like to see come up to Aberdeen and, and either face yourself in a singles match other than, than Doc Gallows uh, or in, in a tag
1: team? A- I mean, I'm happy fighting anyone. I don't care who I fight. I mean, we've had a lot of guys up wrestle. I've we've we've wrestled Andy Wilde in singles and tag matches, but she's never beat me. I'll have to say that. I think I'm 3 0 against Andy Wilde. All right. So, yeah. so
0: I'll be sure to tag him in that just just, just, to, just to make sure he's yep. just
1: watching it. It might actually be 4 0, no, and it's definitely for at least to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, uh, but by, by the signs of it, you wouldn't believe them even if they did approach you with with a name, uh, just going right. We're we're bringing up, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of any wrestler in the moment, and everyone just gone absolutely blank. Uh, so, so we're bringing crater up because that's the one I'm picking. Uh, crater, and uh, yeah. you're facing them. So you're like, i all over. You're like, fine, cool, it's just just yeah. whoever. Um, Going right back to the start, then that first training session, because you're, as you said, you're a bit older, um, yeah, not as, as maybe not as sprightly as, as some of the other trainees that were there at the time. What was it like in your first training session? Did, was that a reality check straight
1: away? Eh hey, it was going into it and like expecting, like the full set-up with the ring and everything set up, and it wasn't. It was just mats. But then yeah, that that first couple of weeks, I mean, it was me. And I think there was two other guys. I think they were maybe there a week or two weeks before I started. Or they were there just before Anarchy. Uh, they'd started just before Anarchy. And, well, I so said, that first few bumps, it, it's, it completely takes everything away that you think about wrestling is. Especially because we were doing it on just, well, to start with, you're doing it on a crash mats, but then eventually you're just doing it on like thin, like the rubber match you would get to school in the gym. Just bumping on them, and it just it just takes the wind right out of you. That's why I think it's like the the guys now. Now we've got the academy with the ring set up all the time. That's why there's a lot more guys coming through now than there was. Like I think when I come through, Garrick was the last one to come back before me, and I think he was there about a year before he debuted. Maybe a year before I started training. Because like the guys I started training with. They dropped to maybe two or three weeks in, so then I was bumped up to the next, the next lot of beginners who'd been there, maybe six months more than I had been. Um, so it was a case of having to learn very quickly to keep up with the guys who had already done maybe all the fundamentals and all a lot more stuff than I'd done up to that point. Uh, and then it was the same with that, it was like, yeah, they, maybe towards the end of the year, that first year, I was there in the club, say first year, it was first six months, I was there, they'd all dropped it, so it was, like, it was a case it was just me training with either the newer trainees who'd come through, or like the show ready talent likes, like, like I said, Archer was in, he was there every week, Alan Sterling and Damien, they were a big help, because they they were there most Sundays, um, Scotty was always there and Thunder it was like you're just even if it sometimes it was just one on one training which is an immense help when you're trying to build up very quickly Absolutely by the sound of it you you
0: kind of got pushed to and fro then because you started uh, with the trains then you were bumped up and then, then you became the more experienced one when they all left and you ended up being yeah. being the one trying to catch up with everyone and then they were all gone and then now you were far Further ahead as everyone
1: else,
0: and uh, yeah. it sounds sounds like quite an intense experience. It was. it was
1: very much fast tracked Like I don't. At the time when they, they told me I was debuting, I thought, "All right, I'm ready for this." And looking back at it now, I'm still i not ready for it. Like the the knowledge I've got now compared to then, it's it's a night and day. Like I can see, I was I wasn't ready to debut then. I mean, it was a it was a decent enough match. For the level I was at at the time, but it's uh, yeah, it's, it's someone I'm It's little, I'm happy to have debuted that quickly, and I'm not. If you see what I mean, mm-hmm. I, could I, have, I could have I could spent more time honing things. I was
0: fine with the with the wrestler's own way of of uh, getting people like kind of ready for for bigger shows, um, just from from my own experience watching. The, the first match is always the worst because yeah. you're just getting yourself comfortable uh, climbing. I mean, I only go to about, I can really get to about maybe the bigger shows in the year and if you come to Keith, because uh, it's just up the road. Um, yeah. So I can see someone at their first match being terrible and then I, I, I won't see them again for six months. So next time I see them, that's the, that for me is the telling point. So. Right. Uh, for yourself, I've I've probably seen you near as quite the quite start. Uh, of course, we've seen you at Anarchy and uh, yeah. uh, at the Rumble as well, because I probably was, uh, was at the Rumble that year. So I would have seen you maybe a little bit stuttery, a little bit um, as as I, I called another person that was rest wrestler and it's no longer there, uh, a bit bit floppy like a fish. And then I would see you m- months later, know. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I would see you months later, and then you you got your chest up. And you're head back, and you're just this confident wrestler again. So, I like the well, it's, it's great. I like seeing that evolution of, of a wrestler, yeah. and, I, and I think that's that's why I like watching the newer guys come through Wrestle Zone because I get to see them at, at their worst, and then I can see them flourish those months yeah. later when I, when I go see them again. Which, um, so I've, I've seen it with yourself, I've seen it for many others, I've, I've seen. People go backwards and become even worse, but it's, it's
1: just one of those one of those things that happen uh, at the end of the day. Um, I mean, I had the benefit of having an Archer either as a like as, at ringside or in a tag team match, so I always had something to fall back on. I mean, there's guys coming, some guys that have came through, and it's just that you're just a single wrestler, and it you can see that they're struggling. But like you said, have an Archer there. They helped immensely. I mean, like I said, I maintain now. You look at the guys that are coming through now, like so just the past couple of years, the outfit and Ryan Riley and Bradley Evans. They're leaps and bounds better when they debuted than the guys that were before them. Before we had the the actual training academy as such. Yeah, so
0: it's, well, like you're saying, for the the, the the having the ring straight away seems yeah. to be kind of fast track of people a little bit more polished, you would say. They're I more
1: think. probably prepared for it, I think. Is. Of
0: course, yeah. I mean, if, if you were starting on mats and then maybe occasionally getting into the ring, uh, yeah. like running the ropes would have been a, a daunting thought if you are only done it a couple of times before an actual match itself. So,
1: yeah, I think it would be it would be quite intimidating. Um, I was saying, you were just back at training about a month ago now. And see running those ropes again for the first time after having six months off. Oh, to kill I, I bet. It's, like, isn't it? it's like back to training to start with. As oh, I'm nicking on this. <laughs>
0: um, so, so like so Any places you want to go? You said you could possibly be in at BCW um, because, but but Dennis Law ruined that uh, by getting yeah. married. Uh, so, <laughs> but is, is there any places, any countries that you'd want to maybe? give wrestling a go in, uh obviously outside of going to WWE, I would assume would be uh the, the top of the list. Uh or, or NXT
1: UK yeah. maybe or, or anything like that. Eh uh, I mean I'm just happy wrestling anyway. i here I was. I mean I maintained that the beach ballroom is still one of the greatest venues for wrestling there is. And it's a beautiful venue. And the fact that we didn't get to go there this year is or even last year with the Leisure Centre. It was a bit about a downer, but, yeah, um, but, I don't know, the wife would say otherwise. She would, she would quickly put her foot down, I think, about going abroad, but, yeah, just to see other wrestling fans in other countries would be interesting, I think. Absolutely, get I mean, no, I would... ...the British fans. Just
0: because of just your heavy metal background and that, um, I mean, like let's, let's just top my head and think like the Scandinavian countries. Their wrestling team seems, seems to be kind of picking up. Yeah, definitely get get in there and like kind of the, the the Viking kind of kind of feel yeah. with it. Um, before we wrap up, then I, I've noticed you've been you've been drinking a, a cold beverage during this, and I'm yeah. just more nosy, anything. Uh, I've noticed on your Twitter feed that you've be, you've got quite a collection of, of branded beers coming through. Yes. Uh, is that your kind of side hobby? You've got a bit of a, a beer collection going on?
1: I would love to say that I'm a beer connoisseur and it could tell you everything. Oh, it's got a hoppy note, then it's got citrus and this, that next thing. I am not I just like beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, this is the one I've been drinking lately. It's uh, the Moathead Road Crew beer. And all I say about it is a good beer. Enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I've I've been I've bought quite a few of them the past over the past couple of
0: months. I, I'm the same. Like I like to say, I'm a vodka collector. But I like I just see a nice bottle and go, that's a nice bottle. I'll have that. I don't know. What, I do even know what it tastes like. I don't even like go. Mm, I can I can taste the, the the grass that it's it's been put through. No,
1: I just, I just. It looks like a skull, so I, that's why I bought it. So, okay. I quite a lot of rum, different rums, rums. My, my spirit of choice. Uh, I've gone through quite a few different flavors of like dark, spicy rums. You, get yeah. banana flavors and mango and whatever. I enjoy them. I'm a bit more. I could tell you a bit more about them than I can about beer.
0: Fine. I mean, it, it's, it's, I think that's, for some reason, I think everyone over the, the a certain age, uh, say 25 or something like that, everyone's kind of developed a taste for alcohol during this this lockdown period safely. They've responsibly got a taste for alcohol during this period because there's nothing yeah, else to do I, I would
1: say i had a taste for it during the lockdown, but I had a taste for it before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, and, and with that, I think, <laughs> seems like to be the, the good way to end it, I was going to make sure that I've I've uh, got everything, got undefeated streak in, in tables matches, which uh, get that t a t-shirt in the future. We uh, spoke, spoke about Motorhead, it talked about your your wrestler tournament of Doom and that tables match, because I think if we speak any more about it, I'll end up crying again. Uh, but yeah, so where can people find you on social media?
1: Hey, I'm Mickey Vago on Twitter and Facebook. I'm fairly sure I'm the only one you'll find. Um, and I'm also on Facebook as part of the rejected, which is me and Archer and now Kaden Garrick, which have been enjoying being a three man.
0: Excellent. The only thing I, w- I would say, just, just for my own personal thought, is um, get Kaden get started with, with shorts or different jeans. Because I was looking at the team photo earlier, um, just when I was doing my research, and I was like, Archer is skinny jeans, you and your his shorts, and then Kaden in his baggy. I'm just like that, that can't be I can of be comfortable for him surely can't um, but, so, <laughs> um, but yeah great stuff uh, thank you very much for joining me on this on the finale of season one of the SWM podcast I've had a lot of fun and I can't wait to actually uh, see you guys wrestling again I'm sure once uh, things open up and wrestlers will announce their first date I will be uh, there with, with as soon yep. as I can be because uh, I've, I've missed watching wrestling that's just Sad, yeah, I mean, you're saying you haven't been watching much wrestling yourself. Uh, it's just just because, like well, you said, time has been the,
1: the killer yeah. It's at the just moment, and it's just and there's just like I was like 30 odd hours of wrestling on a week because like I, I can't keep of up with that. I know
0: my, my my watching really has just been Thunderdome because I like seeing my
1: face on the screen and that's just yeah. That's big of I still keep up the pay reviews when I can, but yeah. So you try and watch three hours of Raw, and then another two hours of Smackdown Then every week, to it's too much.
0: Oh, I, I watched Raw this week because my, my wife was off. It uh, was, was on a sleepover, so I thought, oh, I'll stay up and watch Raw on the Thunderdome. God, that was <laughs> so long. Sitting, <laughs> sitting, sitting at my work desk, just going, oh, and and every so often you'd hear, oh, ch- here's so and so, cheer for them.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, uh, <laughs> I'm to sleep again. Um, so yeah, don't recommend that to anyone but anyway I'm, I'm rambling now yeah. but yeah thank you very much for joining me on this on the season finale um, hopefully everyone's going to enjoy it I'm sure they will they'll be able to follow you on your social media checking out Mickey Vago um, yep. so yeah, great thank you very much
1: thank you Billy